Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Land Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. As promised, today we're going to look at the rookies, the new crop of NBA players coming into the league this year. I, I'm i always a little worried about drafting rookies. Um, there's a lot of hype that goes into them in the offseason and as we approach tip-off and as we approach our drafts. And... It makes it really tough to to determine where they um, where they should sit and where their true value is. You look at the guys like Anthony Edwards and Lamelo Ball, and they've obviously had stellar careers to date. Um, but then you look at some guys who have been a little bit slower. Um, somebody like say Patrick Williams, who he I, I have no doubt that he's going to make a, a fine NBA player, and I think he's going to make a good fantasy player. But so far, he's probably been more of an asset to Chicago as a um, as a genuine basketball defender um, and an all-round player than a um, than a fantasy stud. And that's what we need to take into account with rookies going into their first year, that unless you're in a dynasty format, that may take them a little bit of time. And players do take a little bit longer than others. Um, Poku been in the league for a little bit now, and we're looking at him as a, a potential breakout candidate this year, but Again, players. Some players do take time. Not everyone can star uh, from day dot. Um, James Wiseman as well. Um, he is somebody who missed his first, his entire first year, and he played a handful of games in his second year. Um, did okay, uh, but still, these are there. There are top players that haven't been able to hit the heights through injuries through being on poor teams and then tanking um, and through just needing a little bit of time to uh, acclimatize to the NBA. So I just wanted to get that caveat out the way because any of the top players will have the raw talent and the skills to to be a really good fantasy asset and a really good NBA player. Uh, most of them should have opportunities as well because they will be going into pretty poor teams, um, obviously depending on where, what position they play and um, what the team looks like. Um, but they should still have opportunity. And then the the other one is that sometimes the teams don't necessarily want to um, play their, their guys. If you look at OKC, regardless of what rookies they, they have, they will play them for the first couple of months. They'll go into a, you know, push for, for the play-in or the playoffs and uh, realize that's not what they want to do, so then start tanking hard. So, um, yeah, we need, to, we need to take all that into account um, when we are drafting rookies. Um, and one probably one last point before I start going into a few of the players is that if you're not high on some rookies, then that's probably okay. Um they can be a bit of a wait and see. Um, I don't think that there's any reason why you should be drafting a um, Banchero or a um, Jabari Smith in like the third or fourth round or something crazy like that. Um, these guys will be back half of your draft um, and you need to be able to weigh up the the roster that you have at that point and see whether or not you want them. Um and just know that they're not all going to be amazing and they, they will probably hurt you with percentages and they, they will probably hurt you with turnovers as well because that's what rookies do. Um, all right, going into some of the players. So the first one I want to talk about is Keegan Murray. 
Keegan Murray, he, he's going to the Kings, which always makes me nervous. The Kings are a bad franchise and they always make silly decisions. I think they've probably made a good decision with Keegan Murray, but I have been wrong before, um, will be wrong in the future, um, and I hope Keegan Murray is not that, but who knows. Summer League, he absolutely starred. He was... He, he showed why he was a top draft pick, and he showed why the Kings absolutely need somebody at that position. The caveat with that is that it was Summer League. Summer League doesn't always um, translate across into NBA um, or into the, the regular season when you're playing against genuine players. You're playing against Giannis. You're playing against Jokic. You're playing against LeBron. Um, and he's going to have a, a tough time whenever he comes up against some of those bigger bodies. But Keegan Murray looked great. 23 points and seven boards per game. Um, great percentages. And that perfectly aligns with what he did in college as well. And... I think that from game one, I think that he will be good. I do think that his percentages will probably take a little bit of a dip. He'll probably have a couple of off games to start off with, all rookies do, but I think the good outweighs the bad here. Um, and he's probably one of the first rookies that I'm going to have off my board um, because I think, yeah, opportunities there, rebuilding side, um, and he does what they need him to do. Um, so I am in on Keegan Murray. Paolo Banchero. I'm not as in on him as I would like to be. Uh, I think that the raw skill set is there. It's it's crazy to think that somebody of his size um, may be going into a team where he's the best playmaker on the court. And I don't think that they're going to use him as a point guard um, or a point forward, but it probably shows their lack of um, competencies at the guard slots um, with, what, Fultz, Anthony, and Suggs. Um, I, his athleticism is... Terrific. He's got a beautiful mid-range jumper. Um, but my biggest concern is, and I will say, Benchero is going to get the minutes, but he's competing with Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., Jonathan Isaac, um, Franz Wagner, um, and now they're obviously they're bringing in another big. Um, Plus, they also they re-signed Mobamba, and yes, it wasn't to a lot of money um, or a massive contract, except they still re-signed him um, whenever they knew that they had a, a top pick and they could be taking a, a forward there. So, I as I said, I, I'm not I'm not really in on Banchero. Um, it could come to bite me because, as I said, he's he's the the best player in the draft, really, but. It makes it tough with the, the competition on the court there. Orlando also aren't going to be very good, and they don't want to be good um, because they want to maximize their draft picks going into the future as well. So I'm, yeah, Benjero is not somebody that I'm actively targeting just yet. Jaden Ivey, I love this kid. I think that he is going to be an absolute stud. Um, I love his type of game as well. Um, he... He's unbelievably quick. Um, he has been compared to your Donovan Mitchells and your Anthony Edwards, and he drives well, finishes well, um, decent shot. He had um, 17 points, five boards, three assists, a couple of triples, um, 1.5 stocks, which I love, um, and 
splits of 46 and 74, which crazy to say is the splits um, or the percentages there are probably the worst part of his game. But he's really good. He's going into really good opportunity. They've got, what, Cade Cunningham and him, plus a couple of young bigs, Sadiq Bay. I, I really like Detroit moving forward. The only thing that I would say is that he is – the Pistons could be in line for a shutdown if things don't go their way, but I, I'm in on Jaden Ivey. I, I think that he's going to be a, a really good player that he can get late. That could be a bit of a difference maker because he contributes all over the floor and he's a sexy player to, to watch. So the the upside is definitely there um, and players and trade value matters and he will have trade value because he does a little bit of everything. Another Piston that I really like is Jalen Duran. He, I think that he could potentially, he's not going to win rookie of the year, but he could probably be one of the better rookie sleepers. Um, obviously, they took him inside the top 10, so he's still a lottery pick, but I'm not in on Isaiah Stewart as much as they've said that he's the starting center. He was super disappointing last year. I do think that he's probably better served to be a backup. He's undersized, doesn't swap the ball all that well. Um, Duran is just a good center. He's a good classical center. Um, I think that he is going to have every single opportunity to earn that spot. I think that they may even slide um, Isaiah Stewart down to the four. They, Dwayne Casey wanted to see what he was doing the early part of the season. So um, Dwayne Casey slowed his um, three-point jumpers. So he didn't want him to put up too many shots from deep because he wanted to see what he could do on the inside as a big, as a traditional kind of center role. Um, he's a big boy, but he's not overly tall. And he wasn't great, um, and he got muscled out a lot. He got he found himself out of position a lot, um, and I think that we've probably, I think you'll give him a, a real short leash to start the season, and then Duran will be that guy, and then they'll probably put um, Isaiah Stewart into either the second unit or play him in the four, um, and just let him try and bomb some threes and try and get some value there because I think sure it was really disappointing. So um, the only caveat I'll say with um, Duran is that he is super young. Um, he is a slight body. So they might bring him on slowly. I hope they don't because I think the upside is there. And you will probably know I love getting blocking bigs late in my draft and he's somebody there that I'll be targeting. Um, more bigs. Got Mark Williams for Charlotte. I, I don't really know what Charlotte are doing at their center. So I don't really know what they're doing in general. Uh, they've got one good player in LaMelo Ball, and the rest of them are absolute, like, I don't want to say trash, because that's a bit harsh. Rozier's okay. Rozier's good. Gordon Hayward's okay. PJ Washington has had his chance. I don't see him having a, a real long leash, and um, McDaniels, I think, is somebody that will play good this year, but... Um, they've got Plumley at center, and it pains me to say that it, the, the guy's going to get like 30 minutes. But if on the off chance that he doesn't, um, and if Charlotte start tanking, not tanking, if Charlotte show how poor they are at the start of the season or a couple of months in, Plumley will go um, or he'll be moved to a reserve role, and Mark Williams will get that spot. He is 
an intriguing option that you could probably get off the waivers. I don't know if he's going to be drafted in a lot of places. Um, his summer league echoed his college stats, nearly three um, blocks per game, seven and a half boards, 11, 12 points. The, the is someone with decent upside that you don't really have to spend too much to get as well, which I really, really love. Um, in the vein of big blocking centers who um, should get opportunity, we've got Walker Kessler in Utah. Utah are going to suck. Um, they've got a lot of players there that I like from a sleeper point of view. Walker Kessler's one. You've got... Um, Actually, I'm not going to say too much. I've got another podcast on that, and they're in the draft guide. Um, but Walker Kessler is another one that I, I really like here. He is someone who will very likely um, get an opportunity to earn and hold the starting center position. His blocking upside is enormous. It was like, what What have I got here? 4.6 blocks per game is just silly. Um and it's so, so good. So I really like Walker Kessler. Um, so yeah, absolutely sign me up. I'm all in on him as well. Um, and then finally, from a rookie point of view, Jabari Smith. I think he's probably, I know he went three, but I think he's probably one of the better rookies to, to be drafted. Um, and I think that he has got a real good chance to win rookie of the year. Per 36 at Auburn last year, 21 points, 9 boards, 2.9 triples, 1.4 steals, and 1.3 blocks. is just beautiful. Um, coming to rebuilding team, plenty of opportunities here. Um, I just really like him. He's he's a good defender. He's a versatile defender. He doesn't have the explosiveness of like a Jaden Ivey, um, but he just gets it done. Um He's a scorer. He does a little bit of everything, and I think that Jabari Smith could be the absolute steal of the draft, and I think that he could win the Rookie of the Year. Um, so he is somebody that I'll be high on as well. Um, I said I feel like I've said that I'm high on a few people. I'm obviously not going to take a whole team of rookies, but Jabari Smith, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, pretty much all the bigs, um, I really like as well. Um, so that's... That's all, all the rookies are like. Please let me know if I've missed one. I was going to put Dyson Daniels in there. I've got him as part of the draft guide. I've got a couple others as part of the draft guide as well um, that I like. They, they're they probably ones that are for maybe a little bit of a deeper cut uh, and ones that are more positional, but there are certainly some there that have some sneaky value, which I really like. So um, let me know if there's any that I've missed. Let me know if there's any you want me to cover off on, on my TikToks or anything like that. Um, but what I'm looking to do next is put up a, a sophomores one as well. Um, there's plenty of sophomores that I really like the look of that I'm going to be targeting. I, I might go into a little bit more depth on them and maybe only do a couple. Um, and then obviously send you guys all across to the draft guide whenever it comes out just to get a few of the other ones. But, um, yeah, I, there's a few sophomores that I, I love the look of, um, and I'll be targeting quite heavily. Um, and then uh, another podcast that I've got coming up in a couple of weeks is my top 20, um, which I've been doing my top 200, um, tinkering it, looking at it. I think that the first couple of rounds go really deep this year. Uh, we've got a lot of guys coming back from, um, and some veterans coming back from pretty serious injuries. And there is a chance that you can get uh, and pair up, um, Kawhi Leonard and 
um, and Embiid or something like that, um, or even Jokic and Darius Garland or something like that are two players that I I, I like. But again, I don't want to go over too much. I feel like I, I feel like I spoil a lot of my future content um, just by getting carried away and, and rambling into the into the microphone here. But um, yeah, keen to hear what your thoughts are. Keen to hear if there's anybody you think that I've missed. But until next time, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe.